Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Biased Commentary Podcast. After we've been gone for a week, I'm Jordan. I'm Andy. I'm John. We've been gone for a week? I think we've been gone for two weeks, haven't we? I thought it was two weeks. Oh, I meant like, yeah. No, maybe it was just a week. I think maybe we just missed one. So technically, we've been gone for like a week. We did just miss one, but we did do our last episode two weeks ago. That's what that means. Oh, yes. The post is all right, it it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. We should we uh, we gotta apologize to our viewers for the discontinuity in content. Yeah, uh, apologies, apologies. You'll hear from us when you hear from us, basically. <laughs> but we'll try to be more on top. We don't want to um, be we don't want to be that flaky friend where it's like you don't know if they're alive or dead for like a year, and they come back. They're like, hey boys, <laughs> hang out. I wanna, well, I wanna seem reliable to the viewers, and we are. We have a pretty good no. We do. We we have so much to talk about. Um, quick note. Um, quick note for an important person. Um, you know, rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. Rest in peace. Oh yeah, rest in peace. He's like forty something. Um, nobody knew he had cancer. Um, not even some of his co-stars, his director, um, Black Panther. Then he passed away, um, a couple days ago. Uh, yeah, crazy. Uh, cancer sucks. Yeah, fuck cancer. Like, we could talk the entire episode about, like, everything. All A lot of topics just related to, to his death. Because there's just so much that... Like, there was just a lot. I feel bad. To, I don't want to really talk about, like, all of his, like... Uh, like, so people... His work? His, not, not just, like, somewhat his work... Like, I don't know why this might be only a me thing, but it does feel strangely uncomfortable when someone's died and then you you like remember them from like it almost feels superficial. Like you remember them from like the content they gave you, you know, like mm-hmm. oh, this man gave us Black Panther. Rest in peace. Well, he's a celebrity. He is, he's yeah. a celebrity and he's an artist. So, I mean, the entire point of his existence, well, no, like at this point was to provide like work for people to consume but like at the same time like i understand that like people in our position you know we didn't know him we don't really have any other way to relate to him other than like the the stuff he got us but it does feel weird that like oh this man died and i'm sad because i'll never get another product like what he gave us like in the past and it feels weird but also celebrity does for you also we're not black i I was sad because like the Oh, that's another all, all the kids get into. Sorry, Jordan, keep going. I was sad because like all the all the children, you know, all of them. All of them. What do you mean? Oh, all the kids that had like a hero and now. Yeah. Yeah, that too. But also, I was gonna say an important point is like you know we're not black, so. I mean, it's yeah, like a very different. Alive. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm saying it's like a very different significance. Like I think um, he represents a oh, yeah. different type of thing for different people. So I like, will say, um, though, there's a what is it? There was a lot, like uh, like his death. It's probably like a Marvel thing, more so than like like a black or white thing. But like, I've seen way more news about his death than I did for like, like than I expected to. You know, like I thought it would just be like, oh, you like he passed away. That's so sad. Like another celebrity death. But I think it's because like he was young. He was in a Marvel movie. And like, he was always he was like constantly making new movies that it's like, you know, there's way more news about. Yeah, it. of course. I don't think that's weird. Yeah, it's just like a. It's probably because like I'm I'm too used to hearing like in the news like every time a celebrity die celebrity dies it's like a news point right like if a celebrity dies of like like age eighty nine and they were marginally related to this one popular movie like there will be a news article because that that generates views. Um, and so I think I was kind of like, like, like jaded from hearing like celebrity deaths and then not really hearing about other things like related to it. I would just like read it in like a random news article that now like that he died and then like everyone's talking about it. Like we're talking about it all over Facebook. People who I thought were like, just like really like far away from pop culture were like sad. I was like, wow, I I didn't know that many people like knew him. And like would react this way if he died, just because like celebrity death doesn't seem like that big of a, uh, like a thing, 
but I guess it is also like a very. It is. It is. The more surprising it is, and the more like popular the person is, the bigger it is. You know, I think when someone's like 89 and they've done stuff that isn't related to the stuff that, that a lot of people like, you know, people don't really care as much as opposed to like when they do. So like when Stan Lee died, I think it was bigger than when some like comedian dies. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's just that's just how it is, you know. Oh, so sad. Okay, moving on. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, what, what else is there to talk about? I was I was actually going to talk about how like what was it? There was a lot of people because he was so like tied into to the Marvel movies and like pop culture that like uh, a lot of people were all like one of the first things that people were discussing was like oh like what's going to happen to like Black Panther and the Marvel movies like oh what are they going to do now Black Panther's dead there's no movies like Marvel screwed uh, and I was like that's tied into. Like what I said earlier was like it's weird that this person died and then we're relating to them by the content they gave us, but I'm also not concerned for Disney because they're like like monoliths of entertainment. Like they'll figure it out. Yeah, boohoo. Boohoo! Um, boo-hoo. My <laughs> corporation's gonna have a hard time. <laughs> Feel bad for me. Yeah. Um, okay, moving on. Uh, just wanted to, to talk about that for like a little bit, but honestly, um, I mean, I feel like this is, this is it is what it is. It is what it is. Um, okay. Um, Jacob Blake, we we missed a big week. We did um, miss a big week. As a black man who um, was trying to break up a fight between two women, and then um, police just started like. I don't know, doing their police thing to him instead of, you know, the women. And then this dude was walking back to his car, like full of his children. And then the police just shot him like seven times in the back. There's a video. Um, yeah. Jesus, yeah. Oh, and then, and then like, you know, protests everywhere. And then, um, I understand. <clears throat> that's, that's fucked. I think, I mean, the protests have been, been going on like, like a lot of places oh yeah for a very long time you know they just haven't haven't gotten like a lot of news but But also um, not even just for jacob blake specifically every time there's a protest like during the protest something will happen that'll be another reason to protest that's just how bad it is yeah it's just like more um more fuel thrown onto the fire which i think is um uh, like a really sad like um tragically funny like tragically funny yeah okay yeah i just think it's it's um no no it is it is it's like one of those (laughs) it's like um no no no. it's like gallows humor right you're just like all right okay so we got like the entire nation like protesting like police brutality black lives matter uh, you know and then like yet still like every every couple of weeks there's like a new highly public event of some cop like killing a black man it's just like oh wow like really like, you couldn't even couldn't even wait like you just you couldn't just, wait you couldn't wait it just it just still happened you it's know like i a, think that's the you know the in when in like a factory it'll have a sign that says this is like this number of days since the exactly last- no it is exactly that um oh, and awful. i th- oh, <laughs> no no it is though it is and that's the thing that's so frustrating is that like these things will happen and these things will be so public and so visible that i'm sure that if you're a police officer there is no way, shape, or form that you have not heard about this movement and that you have not been, like, talked talk to by, like, your supervisor or anybody about, like, hey, guys, we got these protests going on. So even if you're at the most racist police department in the world, you know, if you're at the LAPD, I'm sure that the <laughs> – I'm sure that, you know, someone's telling you, like, hey, you know what, like, maybe ease up on, you know – Shooting black people, I wonder you know, that. yeah, like no, no, no. There's at least like like um a uh, surface level, like like hand slapping, like wrist slapping, like like gesture, right? There's at least like someone be like, okay, yeah, these protests are going on. Let's try and like you know not give them more more fields of fire, right? Like I'm sure, like that's what's going on. And then yet yeah, it still happens, and then and then yet again. The debates start and it's just um it's um disheartening. It 
it's it's super it's super disheartening and it's super tiring and i think the thing that makes it even more tiring is the fact that you know i've only really been paying attention to this kind of stuff for only the past couple of years you know i didn't even really pay attention when like the eric garner thing happened um nor really when the trayvon martin thing happened or when um was it the fruitville station guy oscar grant oscar grant when like when that happened so no, this is actually pretty new to me, like relatively new, right? I'm I'm just like getting exhausted because I'm just like seeing this stuff on the news for the past couple of years. I'm like, oh my god, how do they keep doing it? And you know, I'm I'm not black. Mm. You know, I'm young. I'm not black. Um, you know, I, I don't live in fear of you know police police officers like you know like just ending people that look like me. Um, I haven't known about this all the time. Um, but if you're black, you know, and it's something you live with, um, it's a constant part of your existence and I can't even imagine how they feel, uh, right now. And, um, it sucks that people take to the internet and express their opinions who are agreed upon, like by others that are just like, oh, yeah, maybe he shouldn't have walked away from the cops. And it's like, yeah. okay, that's the uh, most, that's I so saw like every time something like this happens, there's millions of reasons to, to just be like, no, like, wow, that's fucked. But I think what's it's bootlicking. Yeah. So something that's fucked about this is definitely the bootlicking. Like, oh, like, why didn't he, why did he walk away from the cops? Like, oh, why did he get involved in this in this fight? That's another yeah. fucked thing where it's like he was just trying to be like, hey, like, don't like beat each other to death. Like, everyone chill out. And then like someone like the cops came and he was like, hey, I'm mediating here. And then they shot him. And then I got and I think I I think like the thing about people arguing like those points of like oh why didn't he like like comply or whatever as if to to imply that you know he deserves to be shot for not complying with police right. there were um, articles after oh, like i don't know how long after it happened but there were articles like like jacob blake had a had a knife in his car like when police shot him and it was like the car that oh he yeah mm -hmm. away from like walking toward like like not like, I don't I don't see how no it's always it's always like this bootlicking thing that like the media does and that people just do where it's like oh yeah see this person that they killed like he deserved to die because of something right like like oh George Floyd was like like he smoked weed or, or something or like this dude had like a knife in his car or, like someone else like at some point had been to jail at some time um and it's just like it's just it's crazy and then also you, you know you'll see videos of like white people doing the same things and getting away with it oh yeah um and then more on that later yes more um definitely, definitely more on that later uh i was gonna say i i remember that clearly because that happened a lot when um i don't want to say it was more high profile but it was maybe of, of like equal amount of like news coverage when eric garner died um in on stat i think it was in staten island there were you know everyone was like shocked and, and there was a lot of news coverage of it and after like not even like a day it was like oh like eric garner was when was illegally selling cigarettes on the street when the police like caught like uh like confronted him and it was like well like so like <laughs> a lot of articles and the, the worst part about it is like it's a very shallow attempt to cast blame but it works like it's a very like surface level like oh here's an article and a factoid and then you'll see a lot of people posting online or jumping to like like having really like half-baked opinions about like oh yeah like like why didn't he do this or why didn't you do this instead why wasn't he doing this and i think it, it is just like a very like pervasive pervasive form of bootlicking and then and then there's also like the mugshot stuff like in news articles Oh, yeah. Or like, you know, black people will always like end up like using mugshots or whatever. Whereas like if there are white criminals, they always take like the, the best looking photo. Like the graduation pictures. Yeah. Um, moving on to a very related topic. Um, this is white guy. I don't even know his name. I didn't bother to learn his name. It's unimportant. Kyle. Um, Kyle. Is his name Kyle? It was Kyle. Kyle what? Predictably Kyle. Kyle Rittenhouse, that was his name. Yeah, whatever. So this fucking asshole is um 17 years old. He's got an AR-15. He's part of some sort of like armed militia. And he's like, you know, there are protests going on in the town where it happened. 
and then he goes and you know the police support these militias so he like got some water from them or something like he that he went and he opened fire on protesters yeah and then yeah and then um how many people died two two people. uh two people died more injured yeah two people died more were injured and then the police just let him go i think he was arrested at his house let him um, go home that that's like the crazy part like this guy carried a full like assault rifle through a like and open fire on people and then he went to the cops with his hands up They're like hey guys like help me out like back me up here like i'm scared Ooh, and then they, and then his know. lawyer said that he acted in self-defense yeah which it, it wasn't that's like a very shallow defense if you bring a gun to a protest area across state lines that you're not legally allowed to carry and then you shoot people it's not self-defense you're that's about that's about as no i think that's worse than the shaggy defense yeah wasn't i think like it it was very like there's so there's so many things to like be angry about here the first i'm gonna say is he's partly like, he's 17 years old and he's in a militia he's in a wisconsin militia to defend against what against tyrannical government the you know the one that i get that's usually the point of the militia him, defend against having his rights trampled on by who by the protesters who are not in his state by like it's such like a a misguided effort like oh like i'm joining a militia to defend against these threats and then like the country's on fire and they haven't de defended against anything like i think like anyone who looks at him and thinks wow i'm really happy to have this this like people out there have this mentality they don't have that mentality because they want to do something good they have that mentality because like they're they want to like get away with killing people Kyle Rittenhouse is like a psychopath and he should be like sent to jail. Like I'm a hundred percent certain. Like it's so it's so shocking uh, like how he was treated. Because he was treated super well. Someone I'm not even sure it was shocking. It was just it's not like, really I'm shocking. Not surprised, but I'm still disappointed. Fair. All the all the mass shooters that are white, like they if they don't kill themselves, they just get taken in. Someone gave this man a water bottle. Like an officer on this on the scene gave him beforehand. A oh, beforehand. Beforehand, it was beforehand. Oh, he was like, "Glad to have you here, son." While he was, it's difficult to hide an AR-15. He knew he was carrying. Yeah, he did. There are videos of him walking around with it, like signaling yeah. the police or whatever. It was like if like a single cop did their job, like like two people wouldn't have died. If he was treated like a black man, that dude would be so riddled with bullets. That it would be hard to move him from place to place without a duster. Oof, goddamn Wisconsin. And then people are mad that um, people are mad that uh, protesters are you know like lighting some things on fire. Oh no! Yeah. They... Also, fuck the Midwest just in general. They're hurting our corporations. The thing is that like they're talking about like lighting some things on fire. How many things were lit, lit on fire? I don't think it was even that many, right? It was just like one city. It was it was one city, and like what actually happened there? Because I only read about a courthouse being lit on fire, and then I watched the video, and it was just a window, and I was like, lame. <laughs> it doesn't even fit our standards for arson here at the Bias Commentary Podcast. It doesn't. It doesn't. It arson zero out of five. Uh, yeah, decidedly pro arson podcast. I don't, I don't like that I've no. been shipped along. I don't want to. I don't want to disrupt the like how somber this discussion is, but I don't like that I've been shipped along on this pro arson. Uh, Welcome to democracy. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't condone this viewpoint, but if we're if we're gonna talk about the quality and of arson, like that was some very weak, quality. yeah, mediocre, very, very weak, right? Un no, I thought I thought it'd be Wendy's level. We're not you know? impressed. Wendy's level. No, you know when they they burn down the Wendy's? Or, oh, God, I don't even remember the name of the guy that got shot in the back at you the Wendy's. The Wendy's, you fucking trash. <laughs> I thought you meant like the food. No, the like the place. No, Wendy's that got burned down when that guy got shot in the back running away from the police. And he died yeah. during this, this oh, in, protest period again. I, I don't remember. I think that was I think that was Atlanta. Jesus. Yeah. I mean like that's why like Also it's it's Wendy's. It's not a huge loss. I don't know if we had this discussion with Jordan. I remember Jordan was talking about this a while ago where um like uh, he was talking about like giving people like fuel and i was like 
there's no there's no way for you to prevent them from finding like talking points because they will like take the smallest detail, the most insignificant detail, and they'll use it to they'll use it against you or they'll use it to turn media against you. And then it's like regardless of what you could the difference between burning down a Wendy's and like selling cigarettes on the corner is zero for like conservative media. It's just they will they will find a way to to like to to you know demonize you online. I was um I was having some discussions with some people recently. Nice. And they're basically like saying like, oh yeah, like peaceful protests are fine, but don't, you know, turn like violent, you know, don't like burn anything down. Don't destroy any property. And um no, yeah, I'm all for the destruction of property. I'm all for the burning. Um again. Well it's like if you if you think about it, you know, it's a you gotta blame the people who made that a tactic and not the people who are actually doing it. Yeah. Again, I'm not gonna condone destruction of property or arson, but I peaceful I do protests don't you. work. I do agree with you that like whenever people are like, Oh, like I support this cause as long as they're not like violent or you know, like disrupting know, like, life in any way whatsoever. It's like there's like you there's no way for you to yeah, like you can't expect that. This is just like a natural uh symptom of just like injustice yeah. like people they haven't worked they haven't worked if you look throughout history they haven't worked and if you think they worked they've worked way too slow um peaceful protests did not end slavery peaceful protests didn't um give black people all the civil rights that they require um peaceful protests just, just doesn't work I mean, maybe it works in it like a small in, scale it did work in india in india yeah yeah with gandhi That's cool. Yeah, that was that was Gandhi's whole <laughs> stick. Like it works, John. It's just like it's it's like no, no, not here. You could all right. It works not here. Sparingly. You could, it works sparingly. You could argue that it doesn't. It works less now that the people in power understand how to like twist things to their. Sure, sure. I would say that like the amount that it works now, um, does not justify how how much like we are supposed to rely on it. And then also, you know, I think like. You know, freedom fighters are cool. You know, fight for the freedoms that you deserve. Fight to uh, oh yeah, get the objectively pretty cool. Pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. You know, it's cool to see someone stand up for their freedom. Like I think it was really cool when American people were just like tarring and feathering like British soldiers. You know, so in the good old days. In the good old days, I remember I was like bringing that up, and then and then they were like, "Oh no, but like life's different now." You know, like it's different now, and I'm like. Yes. No, not really. Because <laughs> that's the thing is that if you're not, if you don't understand like what's going on, if you don't even have an open eye I and mean, you have no empathy, um, you don't understand that like, you know, for some people living in America like is a threat to your life, you know, daily. Yeah. If it's but not like, the cops, then it's like, what? Like, I will agree with the person who said it's different times now because you can't just it's different times now because we've been suppressed for so long we've been yeah. oppressed for so long sure. we, are, we are taught to to do these things that don't work it's and also, then people complain about them when they don't when they when they don't even work it's also not it's no longer like burning down like hanging tax collectors times you know like you could argue that it, it should be if you yes to. it should be but also like like that kind of thing isn't going to like be effective anymore. Be careful. What? Okay, be careful. I'm just saying you're 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 saying that well, it I'm, wouldn't be I'm effective not, anymore. It, yeah, it's but not. it was. They burned down a police station well, like, and change happened. If you're if you're gonna argue that like a tactic from the fucking 1800s would work great, like if no, I'm saying the actual like, actions, like like actually doing things that like disrupt and. You know, like burning down like property. Yeah, it worked. We should burn more things down. Just commit to this arson thing. Yeah, well, no, no, be, no, like no deal. Like a, no, like it has to be like a level amount of it because if there's too much, then it just doesn't, like it won't matter. Sure. Sure, but like I'm you just... You can't burn down all of it because then they'll just build something worse on top of it. I will yeah, say sure. if, 
if you know, like, I'm not gonna say like it will or won't work, but I think enacting change is definitely way more. more I, I know, I know you understand this too, but for the for the viewers, like, enacting change is way more than one dimensionally, like, like burning shit down or hanging tax collectors. It's very much like across multiple, like, facets of society. Like, people have to be working for change, and so like, it's not gonna be like. Well, if only these guys knew to just burn the place down, we'd have, be having a better time. It's like everyone has to contribute in in their in their way. Everyone has to burn things down, yeah. and not no, enough people not are doing everyone, it. I will say, not even if you are pro burning things down, which I'm not. I'm speaking to you. Everyone has to be on board with it, and, are, and they're well, not. You can be on board. So I'm. Oh gosh, I'm trying so hard. Because no, no, no. Because you're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> like, you're wrong. You can, All right. Yeah. Stop. Stop interrupting. You him. can stop like just let him. Talk. You can like be not even if you support arson like don't be not everyone is 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 capable of just running out and committing arson you can contribute and support arsonists you know everyone contributes in their own way the idea that everyone has to go out and burn things down or uh or like they're you know against the movement that's ableist john don't everyone has to be down for the movement everyone as long as you're down contribute in your own way yeah i mean you're not down but everyone should I'm be down. Not, I'm just not contributing. No, you're literally not down. You're, you don't approve of the arson. Arson, are you okay? No, no, because the movement, the movement is different. Okay, so people have been educated and 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 convinced that the movement is just like, oh yeah, like fight for your rights, like vote, whatever. It hasn't worked for the past like hundred years. It hasn't worked. People are fighting tooth and nail, and they've been fighting for decades. People have died before they've seen like their rights. Yeah. Before they've seen the world become equalized. You know, and it's like it, it's just not working. The process is not working. The democratic process is failing these people time and time again. And if the only thing that will spur the uh, the democratic process faster is people burning down buildings to show that they really mean business, then right. that's what they have to do. To but get it's change. like also the problem with that practically is that I think it's a little easier for us because we don't own anything. Yeah, sure, but. You know, there are people who sure. target target big businesses. Stuff. That's it. Target big businesses. That's it. Yeah. That's my that's why when I say like burn things down, I don't mean just like, you know, go to your local mom and pop store and like burn it down. I mean go to like Fifth Avenue and burn down like all the jewelry stores that you can find that are owned by rich people. I will say also um, you know, like burn that. down targets, burn yeah. down Walmarts. I'm tired of you defending corporations okay. no, no, and like I'm, things I'm while I'm trying to talk and I'm saying like you gotta like hey, don't like be very discriminative about like what you're who like who you target. Target like the target rich people. Target corporations that won't really see that. Burn down Jeff Bezos's house. Don't don't target like institutions that people need to survive. Like don't start burning down grocery stores. Burn down the library. You're so fucking. Wait. Also, just just something else in addition to this. Um, like uh, yeah. Burn down like you know California is in trouble right now as they are every year. Yeah, always. From the hell state, you know, being on fire. Yes. So, oh yeah, if you're in a place with consistent droughts, be very careful about like spreading fires. Well, yeah, don't burn down rich people's houses because they're usually surrounded they're by surrounded nature. by woodlands and like a forest fire season. Right. Yeah. So don't do that. Blow them up. But no, no. That's First that all, would start a fire. Don't quicker. Just be be very. Be Give smart. them rot, flood it. Just be smart. Be very smart about how. You know, we're not trying to have like a biblical c- catastrophe. We're just trying to yes send a no. We're trying to send the points. <laughs> so like, don't throw like lighters in like like mailboxes. People use those. Don't burn down like the only grocery store in three miles. People need to eat. Like, don't burn down hospitals. People like need to love living. Um, if you if you're if your gripe with this with is with hospital debt, you can go burn down. So usually their their agencies are are separate from the hospital buildings. You can go there. You know, if you have to, which I don't support, go just, you know, be smart about it. It's all fucked. Yeah, don't burn down something in like Manhattan, because then if you burn down one thing in Manhattan, the whole island's gone. The whole No, burn Manhattan. Okay. Um, No, that'll kill like a million people. I will contest that though, Jordan. I feel like you you can't really say like target the affluent with arson and then say don't burn down Manhattan. Exactly. No, it's hypocritical. Burn down. No, because people live there. People do live. Poor people live there, and that island is too dense to do that at all. To to what? Burn a building? Way more commercial. 
Yeah, like, do you think that's not going to spread? No? It will. Oh, okay. Well, then it does. Don't, uh, don't pick a very populated building. Yeah, I honestly, like, here's the thing, right? Like Manhattan, every building is a populated building. Evacuate the building. Like, I don't know. You got yeah. options. I pull the yeah. fire you, you have to. No, no, no. Because the thing, because the thing is that, like, if you're, you're, and this is going to sound, you know, this is going to sound really, 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 um, like, awful. But right. take your time. You know, to, to have, like, the radical change that you, you want to see, and I want to see it, you know, sometimes, like, there is collateral. Sometimes sacrifices have to be made. Sacrifices I, have to be made. You kind of descended into like anime villain. Like yeah. no, no, no. But here, but here's the thing, right? Here's the thing is that I remember like this, like this guy died like yesterday or like two days ago or something, right? This guy died at like this protest where like Trump supporters were like on on trucks like throwing like like pepper spray or like like whatever mace and, and just harassing people like from their trucks and there were counter protesters and then like some dude got shot and it turned out it was a there's a right wing guy and people are like, yeah, I condemn violence on both sides. I'm like, no, I don't condemn violence on both sides. When one side is actively suppressing the rights of other people or attempting to attempting to intimidate them um, with I guns, actually hear about this, I think it is. I basically, you know, I don't think I'm of the position where like, you know, we should protect like everybody, like everybody deserves to like exist equally. It's like, no, no, I don't believe that anymore. You have to be. Uh, I'm tired. You have to be intolerant of intolerance. of intolerance. Yes, that was that was the that was the famous uh, that was a quote. Yeah, I think the issue that you're running into with this is that you can't burn everything down because that literally will not be effective. Sure. Okay. Then um, get guns and just it's, shoot the bad people. I mean, there's a reason that it's a tactic and not just like a mindless thing to do. There's yeah, like, you can't just sure, 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 mindlessly sure, 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 that sure, sure. That's why that's why we say you got to be smart about it. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so what what John is talking about is uh, in Portland, Oregon, where a lot of protests have been happening. Um, a man uh, for a very long time, also peaceful. Very long time, also very also peaceful. This particular incident wasn't peaceful, but uh, for the most part, the Portland protests have been very peaceful. Um, a right wing protester in Portland, Oregon, was shot during an altercation. No one knows who fired. Um, right now, there's not a lot of facts out and about. Um, but he did pass away and then it was big because like after he passed away trump like retweeted the guy's name and like his his uh his his thing on twitter was like oh rest in peace jay and then he was like openly supporting this guy where like he won't say the same thing for like innocent people like shot in the streets and so it was very much like a like why are you doing this i mean everyone knew why i was doing this though i was like i can't believe like you're doing this kind of thing this dude is golfing he's He's literally golfing and he's just tweeting. He tweeted that from the yeah. caddy. And um, and people will still vote for him because they're fucking stupid. Portland, in perspective, has seen about uh, about a third of a year's worth of uh, protests. Oh, and that there was peaceful... also the city. Peaceful protests, yes. That was also yep. the city um, where, uh, if you guys remember, Trump sent uh, unmarked federal agents from Homeland Security just kidnap uh, them to kidnap quarter of a year yeah. by the way quarter of a year? not a third of a year wow. yeah quarter of a year yeah they sent them to uh to well the it was to quote unquote safeguard federal property but in reality it was to like arrest people in the night on unmarked vans and unmarked like officers the people should safeguard public property and start shooting unmarked federal soldiers i think if you quote like quote unquote legally don't quote me on this actually i, I don't even quote me on this but i think if you if an officer doesn't announce themselves, um, you do have, and they like start like acting violent. You do have a cause to, to defend yourself. Cause that's like, you have no idea who this person fucking is. Like, holy shit, this random stranger just pulled a gun on me. Like this armed man, like just ran up on me. And that's, that's another reason why I hate like the idea of those, like those militias. First of all, those militias are always like right wing militias. I'm sure there is like a, well, that's what a militia is by definition. I'm sure there's like a liberal, gun owner somewhere that's like oh boy i can't wait to start like a weekend some militia like it's gonna be fun but like all the militias that people you see on like news or on like vice they're always like super right wing like i can't wait to well I, so they're right wing you're right Jordan. they're right wing and that like oh yeah they're against the government that's but like they're like ultra just 
cons- ultra conservative, but also they're not really militias that do what you expect a militia to do. They're not like protesting the government. They're not like those dudes that took over the park. They're like, like, oh man, minorities walk on my property. I'm going to fucking lose it. Like they're those kind of guys. Uh, and that's exactly the militia that fucking Kyle Rittenhouse was a part of. Um, and so, yeah, like if a militia just pulls up, like this is this is not like any group like protecting people's rights. That's a, that's a, that's a fucking threat. That is like a like a threat to like public safety. You're not actually helping anyone by by bringing your militia down the street. So yeah, it's not great. Uh, yeah, so that guy uh, died in Portland. Rest in peace. So. So. Um, another, another, another protest or an act of protest. Um, the NBA, I think they like didn't play like two games. They boycotted two days worth of games. Two right? days worth of games. That is also two days. two days. You know Ooh. the thing. The thing about it is that it is a massive move. You know, it actually is. Like you know, there are sports leagues, or or there are teams, and other sports leagues who did the same thing. I believe, um, and it's huge for yeah, for two days. Yeah, and it is huge for them to have done it in the first place, right? Which I think speaks to how um, low the standards have gotten for for athletes protesting things. Um, and they 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 boycotted for two days, and then I think the Lakers, the two LA teams, I think the Lakers and the Clippers voted in some sort of like players meeting that. Um, they shouldn't play for the rest of the season. But lo and behold, someone called Barack Obama and Barack Obama being the the, the great supporter of rights as he is said, you know, I think there's a way for you to do this, you know, like support civil rights and all that and, and support Black Lives Matter and still play basketball at the same time. I think you can do both. Yeah. So they started to resume playing basketball and it. God, God, I love Obama. Obama's the greatest, the, the <laughs> greatest human being in the world. Um, it's kind of interesting watching, like, you know, because of how badly LeBron fucked up last year that people have not forgotten that. You know, where he picked his sneaker deal over justice. Yeah. Yeah, like, that. that's so fucking, like, I see sometimes, you know, they, uh, a lot of people who are pro LeBron, because you know that's that's a movement in sports, are you know tweeting like, "Oh my god, like he's always on the right side of this, like he's so good, like he's someone we look up to." And it's like he fucked up so badly. He did. He did. He um, an NBA general manager tweeted something that was pro Hong Kong, and then LeBron said that he oh. was uninformed. Oh right, right, the China thing. Him. Because yeah. Nike has a lot of money in China. I almost forgot about that. Everybody has a lot of money in China. Everyone's pretty invested. Just why the China shit is um, very hard. To yeah, he do. picked. He picked a sneaker deal over. You know, like it's nice that he's doing it now, like he's doing the right thing now. But it's like you're just doing it because you can. Yeah, it's free. You know, the actual hard thing to do would be to just do it when it's not as easy. And they're still playing. They're still playing. You can. Why are they playing? You can play basketball because they got their demands from that. Yeah, because their demands were like, oh, like you have to like fund these things and like your cities or whatever. Like, there's some stuff happening, right? Well, yeah, that's kind of the actual point of it is that they then showed that like if they meet demands, that one they can just not play, and two that if they meet demands that they will keep playing again is a really effective strategy. Like, I don't, I don't think you should be mocking that they went back to work so quick. Like what they did actually worked. No, I think I'm going to keep mocking them. Um, no, but you're wrong. So you okay, should No, but I think you're wrong. So let's keep oh, going. Why? Um, I think you're wrong because I think that, you know, their demands are so small. Well, you can't, you can't just demand everything at once. That's kind of the point. Yeah, I think I'm. I'm like, just. It's I'm an just, effect. I think I'm just tired. Yeah, dude, you sound. You sound very tired. I'm tired. I'm tired because I just. Um, it's just one of these things where it's like, you gotta, you gotta swing for the fences, you know. I feel like you're in the stage where you're like, you like you're like if you're in a game, you're like losing, and then you're just like fuck it, and then you just throw 
like the book at any solution. And for you, it's just like, well, this isn't working. It's never too late for like arson and like rampant, like, like open. Yeah. Yeah. A reasonable strategy in some games. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, I, like, the thing, the thing is that. <sighs> I don't know, John, I feel like I do. I see where you're coming from, but I feel like we're too young to give up hope. I can understand if you were like, like fifty-five and been protesting for a hot minute, but like you know, we gotta we gotta conserve your conserve your energy for the. Fight. These people have been going through this since what yeah. the fourteen hundreds. It was actually uh, earlier. Earlier, yeah. Yeah, Way earlier, right? Yeah, right. earlier, right? And okay, so I think like, that any any attempt to say like, oh yeah, this is just how it has to be done. We just have to like you take take what we can we what we can get slow i think is just insulting to the people who will die before they see a public condemnation of police brutality from you know like everyone and like actual actions to be taken to like like stop this stuff yeah but you know? it's not practical to do that yeah okay i don't care about practical i don't care yeah but that's that's how change actually happens like i care okay. about practical because i think yeah. practical is actually like you okay. know respecting sure what needs to be done yeah i just don't think that um the quote-unquote practical solutions are actually like i think it's just a way to you know keep people in control and i think it's a way to make sure that change happens in a very incremental what's way your solution? Keeps, like, i don't know what my solution is practical. i don't know it what the solution is no yeah. i don't think it has to be practical i think that there is it, it, there's, and a, there's no, no point it's not practical uh, i think no i think that the the idea that all things have to be practical all things have to be like thought out and measured and implemented in a way that'll like keep everything like like relatively okay but like incrementing towards like like solutions and change is pointless because there are people that are going to die before they see these solutions and things aren't be aren't being done at the rate that they should be to to allow these people to see like the change that they want to see to allow these people to live with the changes that they want to see and i think that every single time someone says wait 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 let's think about it let's do this let's do this let's be practical about it that kind of rhetoric and that kind of mentality is what keeps us making these things at such a slow pace i think yeah, that while you're saying you I, wait, can i talk can yes. i talk i think that there is a difference between being like, oh, you know, like I'm really like we really gotta like swing for the fences. Let's go for this. Let's let's go for the ideal play. Let's like you know let's just let's just go for it, man. And then not getting it is better than than protesting for two days, getting some like measly like social actions or whatever. And there's been like, okay, let's just keep playing instead of just keep talking about it and keep trying to 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 use your platform for like a greater good. Can I go now? Yeah, go. Look, I uh, I understand what you're saying, and I jet like I you know I feel all of those things that you're feeling. It's just you know, it does like even like your solution. I would, you know, like to literally just burn it all down and bring it up again, but it's not actually going to help. That's that's the problem. You know, like it okay, okay, be, but but the current solution is the current solution is when people are dying still. No, I'm just saying that everything that you're saying is things that people are doing now and it's not working. It's not working. People are still dying. No matter it what has you, to keep going. It, okay. You're proposing something that's not going to work. No. What, 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 what in terms of the NBA stuff, I'm saying just stop playing. Yeah, but you can't just stop playing. You need to show that you will play if the demands are met. <laughs> what, why are the demands better? Yeah, you could, you know, you could argue that they should have demanded more. You could argue that, like, hey, listen, like, you're you're making like a, what is it? It's almost like a. Like it is a, a concession. Move. It feels like a concession. It feels like a move for show, right? But like, like if you the, if you want to like get something done, you have to demonstrate that you're not like someone just lashing out, right? And so if they were just like, like fuck it, I'm gone, and then like, it would have, you know, they might not have gotten what they got. If they do this, they can demonstrate like, hey, I have power. You have to listen to me. They can make moves for the future. I'm not saying it's strictly better or worse than what you're suggesting, but like it's still like a move, you know? It's still like a concerted effort. Uh, I think like, you know, you shouldn't look down on it too hard. 
even though like it does feel a bit like oh like these billionaires like are protesting look at them go and in reality they've made like a, a splash in the ocean but i don't think it was it was done with like a in like a flippant way i think it was done the best way they thought they could you know i think there's 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 merit to that I mean, I wasn't affected. I don't. I don't fucking watch basketball. So like this, this thing actually entirely missed my radar. We also just went like three or four months without sports, so this isn't really that big a deal. Would, but I mean, this is like making rich people lose money. So that's why that kind of thing is practical. Wouldn't that make it a bigger deal if like people just like you've been deprived of sports for so long, and finally people can play, and then you're like, oh, now the players don't want to play anymore. Like, what happened? I mean, personally, play? like as as a sports fan, like it wasn't to me just because like those few months like you know i i like watching that's usually like what my day will lead up to is like there's some sporting events at night for me to watch but it just you know i just did other stuff so it wasn't that big a deal to fill the time and they weren't exactly protesting me yeah i wonder if that's like going to be a side effect of all of, of quarantine stuff people are just going to learn about all the things they they're not really that attached to like people like miss basketball season they're like oh i guess i miss basketball this year huh? like shrug and move on yeah no like when i got the because i got like the espn notification about the boycott and i was like yeah (laughs) yeah go them go them you did it yeah i was really the only thing that i do legitimately feel bad about is like um you know because all sports went on hold for like two days so just imagine people who are actually being affected by this like you know who are just like, okay, you know, like all of this was terrible today, but you know, at least I have sports to watch, you know, in the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I think a lot of the, uh, a lot of the problem that I'm seeing and I'm also, I'm defending the boycott. I think it was a good idea. I think not playing was a very good idea, but I think still like we forget that, you know, black people, like their entire personality isn't just social justice. Some of the time, where it's like they have other interests. Maybe they like playing basketball. You know, like, I have a friend who, uh, I, one of my friends who is black, who like messaged me after the boycott, who was like, "No." He was just sad that he was like, "My my game is gone." Yeah, he, he he like he was having a rough day. He just wanted to watch the game. Like it's. Yeah, I mean, everyone like runs out of energy, at some point, you know. Like maybe. Like even people who are really with the movement, they're like, oh, I can't wait to go home and sit on my couch and watch the game, have a beer. Then boom, you're not done. Basketball's canceled well, too. Like especially people who are affected, because you know, basketball, especially basketball is like a deeply ingrained thing in the African American community. It's deeply deeply ingrained thing in America. People like their sports. People like their football. Their wait, it's not football season, is it? No. Uh, it will be in a week and a half. Oh, nice. Look, there's more. I mean, I don't think like people will have been that upset. It's just a couple games, like they're and they're playing again. Although, if we what we talked about is right, they're gonna come back again. They're gonna demand more things. They're gonna stop playing a couple more games. Maybe it's gonna be a, yeah. I can see that happening until it just escalates. A very hectic season. That's what we're waiting for. The escalation, John. If you're not a uh, not happy right now, just you wait. They're just just you up. wait until another black person dies. They're warming up, dude. Just give them. They're time. warming up. They're using a black man's death to First warm up. We're gonna wait for more. Oh, come on. We're gonna wait they're for also, more. Also, you need more John, that gallows humor. You know they they're entitled to their opinion, and also like seventy five percent. They are, and I'm entitled to my opinion. Yeah, you are. It's just also like seventy five percent of them are black. Yeah, I know. You know they're not. You know, they're pretty affected by all of this stuff. Yeah, not, I know, which is why I think they should do more. I'm imagining you now, like, as the coach in the big game, like, during halftime, you're in the locker room, like, yelling at this team, like, listen, guys, you're going to go out there. You're going to not do shit. You're not going to play the game. You're going to demand, like, you're going to slam your, like, uh, your clipboard against the lockers. Like, we can do this. Tell them how to do it, John. I just... super it's frustrating but you know but when i was getting into this stuff you know it was also very difficult to keep doing it and then um it's exhausting you know because it is like tiring 
you know, even though I'm white, it, it is, you know, it's exhausting to just read about like, you know, the emotional labor obviously isn't as great in me as it is for other people, but it is like, you know, a lot to handle and you want everything to happen right away. And then it can't, or it doesn't. And it's frustrating. It doesn't mean we shouldn't try. I know, but I don't want to tell a league that's 75% black that they're not supporting black people. Right they're not doing it. I'm not saying they're not supporting black people right now. I'm saying they should be doing more. Everybody should be doing more. Everybody who has the ability and the platform to enact change should be doing things to enact that change. And they are not like doing it to their, their capacity right now. I don't think. And you can disagree with me and everybody else can disagree with me. But I think that, you know, you got it. You got it. You got to swing for the fences because this matters. The I difference between this. The, yeah. Go harder going because the difference between this, this isn't like, like, oh man, like someone goes hungry for a day or like, you know, like, like something small, someone dies, people die and people are going to keep dying regardless. And so if you don't take the biggest swing possible and if you try to restrain yourself, and, and President Obama is telling you, like, oh, it's like you can keep doing this and keep playing. You know, if you're not trying the most, if you're not doing the most you can do. So yeah. what are the because they were protesting? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a I'm not a strategist. I'm not a strategist. I am not whatever. You know, if you come at me and you ask me, hey, what would your plan be? I don't know my plan. All I know is I want more and I will always want more. I have two two segues from that. The, one of the first ones is that like, um, you, when you when you're saying like, I can't believe like Obama just went and told them like, hey, you don't worry, guys, you can keep playing. I, I don't know if you guys had this too, but when I when Obama was president, like we were like in high school, and then everyone was like, oh man, this is great, and I was naturally like, yeah, this is great, I guess. Bush sucked, and then like it wasn't until like after college where I was like, oh yeah, maybe. Maybe Obama he's awful. Shit. Yeah, maybe Obama is, isn't isn't shit. He's awful. He's better. Than I remember him, in um, argue, but like, uh, uh, like you guys know, uh, Mr. Lewis. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. He, uh, I think, I think it was my junior year, one of the whatever junior year subjects, history, social studies, etc., whatever class it was that year, where it was just like he brought up that. Uh, at that point in 2011, 2012, that Obama had used eight times as many drone strikes as Bush did. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, shit. Oh, no. Yeah, hmm. But, like, you don't think about it too hard until, you're like, because you're just, like, excited. Like, he's your pre he's your president, Jordan. He's our president. And, you know, he's still, you know, he's not that great. Well, I don't think we remember, like, too well how bad Bush was. That was just such oh, yeah, a... yeah, that was us kids. I mean, you... you yeah, it was, like, such a vast improvement. It feels strange like learning about i mean john i'm sure you've had this but like learning about politics that you technically grew up with right like we grew up on bush but it's not until like in college that we learn about like oh yeah this is this guy's a like a war criminal like this guy sucks uh and that's that, that's also like a really jarring experience i think i encourage though everyone to question like the politics you just assumed because you grew up with like you know like it's always like valuable to go back and learn like without those like youthful glasses, like, oh, like what what was really going on? It's a very very important way to educate yourself, um, and that's important. Yeah, it was a little tight that I was reading about because that time was so tumultuous. Like I was reading about stuff that happened in two thousand one, in two thousand five. Oh yeah, in my book. Was was it in books at that point? Yeah, I remember it was um in know. my it's my fifth book. grade. Social studies textbook, 9-11 was. I don't even remember that being a book. Maybe I didn't maybe I didn't learn about it in school. I mean, but also I was taught the Civil War was about states' rights and middle school. Oh so. yeah. Also, yeah, that's a very good point. Really you good. Go back oh my uh my social taught. studies teacher in middle school was black. We did we did not get that. Did I went to like Catholic school? I thought the Indians just like waddled away, like, all right, guys, have fun. This land is great, you're gonna love it. The previous tenants are Yeah, Andy, that's that's on you, buddy. Time. It didn't really go that way. <laughs> So you got to go to public school. Yeah, it's also important to go back and question your education on like history, on like politics, because that, a lot of that is fed to you when you don't know any better. And now that you do know better, that you're like an adult who can make your own decisions, it's important to go back and really give that a read. Even if Never you don't, right, th this could be a fun project. Even if you don't like go back and go like down a rabbit hole of like political enlightenment, which you should because it's great, but like 
if you just go back and reread like your your old textbooks if you happen to have them like it's kind of fucked like it's kind of like a this is really watered down or i didn't really learn anything this is like a couple of things or like, except the 9-11 chapter except the 9-11 chapter that you can grasp but like, there are also things that like you don't really grasp how bad it was until you're older and you're like oh that means this and this is horrible like tarring and feathering someone is like like it's like if you read it in a textbook and you're a kid you're like oh haha, it looks goofy as hell the guy got owned and you're an adult and you're like oh that they're guy alive. die yeah he's dead yeah or in like cartoons and stuff yeah well yeah like even that like cartoons that you watch as an adult you're like hmm i watched this as a kid like learning about like what is it the trail of tears or some shit when you're in school and you're like someone will quiz you but like hey like do you know like you you learn about this school like, you know, you're like yeah i know about it and then you read it i was like oh this is this is uh, genocide genocide oh yeah ooh. it's a very uh this can be very jarring but it's important because otherwise you just gloss over things that are a very big part of your of your your country's history your area's history very american thing though i'm pretty sure it, History is well, like a country's history is way more better taught in like other schools across the world. I think we just yeah, like in better. Japan, right? When they ignore oh, World yeah, War II. So maybe Japan ranks lower than us, but we we definitely rank low. I think you can agree with me there, Di. I think we we are not the worst, but we are not top. I wouldn't even say we're top seventy five percent. I think we're mediocre. Top seventy five percent. Yeah, we're mediocre. I mean, the good thing now is that. You know, relatively compared to other countries, the U.S. really has like great freedom of information. Yeah, I, I do. I, I will say too much that, freedom of information. Too much freedom of information. I will say though, like, like there's no like the problem with just saying like, oh, we have good freedom of information is that it is probably something that's made John furious. That you have to be someone who is like, oh, I'm gonna go out and like educate myself. And, like, no one's doing that, right? I, I won't say no one's doing that unilaterally, but like, it's definitely like way harder to find like people willing to say hey i'm gonna go back and learn more about this thing i learned about in school um and even though all the information is available to us like not everyone's gonna read up on it like not everyone even even for things like the news like we talk about whatever is like in the headlines but people will can just as easily like ignore the headlines and continue on with their lives as they could like forget about all those things they learned back like in school uh, there was um, there was a kid in my first college from China who learned about Tiananmen Square in class. Oof. Uh, oof. Nice. Yeah, big oof. Big oof. There was something. So actually, I was gonna uh, talk about this uh, in response to one of John's points, where you you said you had to aim for you know like swing for the fences, you know, like go hard or go home. Uh, and I, I was going to say, one of the problems with that nowadays is because America is so large and like a lot of people can and a lot of people do just reasonably like ignore that and then just care about their own self-preservation and they'll get along just fine. Like if you're an organization, right? If you're an organization, let's say you're an organization in New York and you know about uh, like police brutality and you know about the protests that were happening in, in manhattan and in brooklyn like and you're you're thinking about okay i run a business how am i going to keep this business alive you could feasibly just care about yourself and survive you'll live a you might live a long life with money you'll send your kids to school like you'll buy a nice little place somewhere maybe you commute from upstate and like one of the problems is that like you could feasibly like just make it and that's what a lot of people think. Like, if you ask someone, like, "Hey, why aren't you out there protesting?" It's because they can probably make it without without doing that. Um, and that sense of self preservation is going to hold people away from actively contributing to to the movement because you know, like, you, they can survive without it. They'll live. Uh, not everyone will, which is the awful part. Like, if you care about yourself, yeah. Uh, you'll you know take care of yourself, but eventually it's this injustice is going to catch up to someone, and you know this you know the systems that we built up around ourselves are constantly going to like oppress us and hold us back. But like, that's not gonna as awful as it is to say that's not going to scare someone away from like eking out like a survivable existence somewhere. 
somehow. We're all fucked. Yeah, we're all fucked. And that's the episode. <laughs> have fun, guys. Have a great week. <laughs> Wait, is it? No, we have time. Uh, No, I mean, we should be winding it down. It's about that time. Oh, I, want, I actually have another topic I want to talk about. For our most intense episode of Bias One Commentary. Of the most intense episodes of Bias Commentary. Yeah, what, well, what did you want to talk about? Oh, no, that's fine. It's not that important. I was going to talk about the Republican National Convention and what happened and how, like, fucked it was as well. But When cocaine was trending on Twitter. Wait, hold I didn't know about that. Cocaine is trending on Twitter? Yeah, I saw that because I knew the RNC was going on. And, um, <laughs> yeah, cocaine was trending. You know, it says, like, the topic on Twitter. Yeah, yeah it was, like, cocaine trending in politics. <laughs> is, there, is there a reason? Is that the way? I, I think it was because, like, Kimberly Guilfoyle like did all of that screaming. Oh yeah, <laughs> forget about her. Uh, I didn't actually see her speech. Maybe I should. Maybe. I'll... Yeah, you don't need to. I mean, I don't think the RNC is like. You know, I'm not really interested in watching any political convention. Oh yeah, but you know, it's like it's almost like scouting. If you're if you're Democrat, if you're a liberal, you want to see what what the enemy's got going for them, and they have a lot of crazy people. Yeah, but I don't want to listen. Yeah. That's fair. I don't want to. I don't want to hear any of their voices. They have a lot of like pundits, like not like politicians. They have like a lot of like fucking. Uh, they have a lot of like media faces, like Charlie Kirk was there. Like he spoke there. Fucking uh, what is it? Those two, those that couple, that old couple from like Missouri or something. Uh, who were pointing guns, were pointing at, protesters. guns at protesters? They were there. <sighs> Like, I don't know, like, why this person represents... I think, like, I'm. Th don't quote me on this one. I'm pretty sure that, like, that fucking... That... Uh, what's her name? What's her name? I can't remember it. They had someone else. Oh, Rudy Giuliani was there, obviously. You can't have it without them. Um, Jack Brewer was there. Isn't that, like, the change my mind guy? That's someone else. Steven Crowder? Oh, yeah, different guy, different guy. Like, oh, yeah, the guy who was... A lot the brain of, and Arthur. Yeah, it was just weird, you know, seeing like a, like you think in your to yourself like, okay, a lot of the people who you make fun of for being like crazy or really out there, they don't really represent the party, but then they're like on stage talking at a Republican national convention and they do like, represent the party. They do represent the party. Yeah, yeah they, they do, do represent, represent the party. Who, That's the Republican Party. Don't let anyone that, tell you otherwise. Whole thing. It's not like. Like, oh, there are good Republicans. Like, they're all no, they're all up there. That's where you. That's your people. Those are your men's. No, your good Republicans are the former strategists behind like Reagan's campaigns, Nixon's shit, like running the Lincoln Project, being like, hey, look, good Republicans exist. You know, we didn't just outwardly like hate, you know, minorities. We did it through policy. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're just as bad, just quieter. <laughs> shit. You're right. Yeah, I just I, I honestly I don't understand why anybody tries to listen to like i don't know anybody who watches television news like why would they do that like why are you listening to any of these people talk what are you getting I mean, all the people that? who are watching the news like television news they're like older and they are the kind of like they're the target uh, the target audience for for something like this something like why yeah it's, i don't understand why because it's like i'm very you know like the way that i am with sound you know i like music music is nice but like a bad sound for me is way worse than a bad sight. I um yesterday I was in a place where CNN was just on the whole day, and I was just so tired after the day. It yeah, was it's, it's exhausting. It was it the is. same thing over and over again. Very exhausting. And it opened up political discussions for people that were there, and it was just very frustrating. Oh yeah, I hate about CNN that like everything. Like, when I was a kid, I was like, oh, my God, breaking news. Like, something important happened. But breaking news on CNN is, like, one of our correspondents that we regularly have on is here again today to talk about the thing they usually talk about. It's the same guy. They definitely keep, like, a couple of correspondents just, like, locked in a basement somewhere. Like, hey, we need this. We need exactly this opinion. They they unchain them and they bring Yeah, and they always have one Trump guy for no reason. Yeah, like, what? Balance. I don't know why they balance, my friend. You must. I have one Trump sides. guy. Like they had um, Paris Denard, I think for a while. No idea who that is. 
It's just kind of a nut. He's a black Trump supporter. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, CNN got the, you know, the ultimate. Got their own personal Candace Owens. Yeah. I think, like, watching, I think TV news is, uh, my sister actually got into a big fight with my family about this because everyone was like, oh, yeah, I'm educated. I watch, like, CNN and MSNBC. Oh, no. And I was like, you know, like, you, you're getting news. I think, I think someone did, like, a thing where if you watch TV news, you're effectively, like, you can trace your information to, like, effectively one source because, like, the news conglomerate is so collected. Um, so, yeah, educate yourself in other ways, like watching this podcast and listening. Thank you for listening. Yeah, uh, that's all that we've got, and we will see you next week. Hope you enjoyed. All right. The revolution would not be televised.